Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I'm one of your hosts this evening, Michael, followed by other host, Sage. That's me. It's Cultured Corner without being cultured. Yeah, I mean... I don't think we're talking... Well, we're talking cultured, but not in the sense of uh, titties. Yeah. We're talking cultured in the sense of very obscure anime movie. And like, yeah. Although, didn't you preface this as like people talking about it on TikTok of it being like disturbing and it's banned? Pretty much, yeah. And things like that? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so... If you guys remember a couple episodes ago, we were talking about that, right? And what's the movie called? Midori? Uh, yeah, so the, it, it's sometimes just Midori, and then there's like a fucking really long name, too. And Okay. So Mike said he had watched it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it for funsies just to see what's up, because it was literally like 45 minutes long. Yeah, I, I described it as the Twilight Zone, but much more fucked up. Yeah. Um. I don't know that it was particularly, like, disturbing. I think it had a lot of grotesque imagery, and the story was pretty sad overall. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know that you need to... People should be... Because weren't you saying, like, people on TikTok were, like, saying they were throwing up watching yeah, people it? on TikTok were. I right. I didn't think Right, that. but so, like, I was going into it with that kind of um, mindset, and I was like, yeah, no, like... It's just kind of there. And a lot of it does feel like shock value. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I think when things are... When you're going to have that kind of really off-the-wall imagery just for shock value's sake, I think it kind of loses its purpose. I think if it was more story-driven, I wouldn't mind it so much. But I was going... like. Because I was going into it being like, okay, I'll think about this movie critically. Right. You know, and like try and actually analyze it and whatever. Um, I don't know. There wasn't much to it, to be honest. It, it, it felt very strange. So it opens up and she's like selling flowers. She doesn't make a sale. Some random guy's like, hey, if you're ever in trouble, you come over here, right? Yeah. And then it, it moves to this um, thing where it's like, okay, now we're in part one. It's like in three parts. And the pacing is really strange throughout the whole movie. Because part one, she goes to the circus. Some bad stuff happens to her. And then, like, the guy going into the glass bottle shows up. And then you go into part two. They fall in love, quote unquote, and get married. Right. And this this was very strange. So you know how we had the guy with, like, the cut-off arms and the bandages? I don't remember anybody's name, by the way. Um, you don't need to. Okay, so there's a guy with cut-off arms and bandages. I don't really know what his <clears throat> shtick in the circus is, to be honest. It's a freak show, so it doesn't I guess. Really need to have a purpose. But um, he was he was the one that was into the like the licking of the eyeballs. Yeah. Which I didn't get. I don't see anything that's like appealing or arousing about it's that. A, but the sure. fetishes exist everywhere. I guess that's true. But yeah, so there was this weird thing in part two where... He was upset that she was, like, wanting to marry the, like, magician guy, which also, when they first introduce him, they talk about, like, American practical magic and how it, like, made its way to Japan, right? And you have this cute little history lesson. But then later in the movie, they're like, oh, no, he has actual real-life magic from, like, ancient Chinese roots. And I was like, wait, what? Does he have practical magic or real magic? So that was weird. But then, so, he's upset that the girl 
wants to be with the practical magician, even though we've not seen a single thing of him being interested in her. Because before that, he's just like assaulting her and being really nasty. Yeah. But he, then he's like, no one else can have her. I'm in love with her. And then he has that like really gruesome death scene, but wasn't actually a death scene. I was a little confused because you see him like going into the quicksand. Yeah. But then he's not in the quicksand. I was confused, to be honest. Like, portions of this movie had me confused. And then... A lot of it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then you go into the end where they're like, oh, we can run run away together, right? So they run away together. But then he... The magician gets jumped and never makes it to the bus station. And then she's running around town looking for him. And then she finds, like, the whole gang and they're laughing. And then it ends with, like, this title card that says Illusion. And then it's her, like, crying and screaming. And then it's hard cut. And then just end credit music. It was so bizarre. Such a jarring shift in tone. Because the end credit music is like... Da, 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 da. And I was like, what the fuck? And so at the end, I was like, wait. Was it all a ruse? Or, like, did he actually get jumped? I'm very lost. I don't know if I'm just, like, too stupid to, like... No, I think digested. I, I feel but like it's not a stupidity thing. It's just a a lot of it's fucking weird. Yeah, it was really that. Re- there's not a. That's kind of hard to follow a through line. I, I think. I think actually, if the movie was longer, they would have had more time to like establish things. I don't think I needed the movie to be long. No, I don't need it to be long. But I'm saying in terms because I I can I, I kind of wish. Like, I don't really need it to be this conventional story of, like, oh, young girl gets into, like, unfortunate circumstances and then finds a guy to, like, help her out of it kind of thing. Like, I don't really need that kind of a story in this situation. But, like, usually you want to see, like, some positive change happen. Right. Or, like, any change within the character. Because, like, she starts off... In a pretty shit situation, right? Like, she comes home and she's like, sorry, mom, didn't make any sales, but her mom's a fucking corpse and being eaten, like, by rats, right? Yep. And I thought this was really weird. But so we see that, right? She, like, takes off the blanket, sees the mom. But then it flashes to, like, this panning shot of, like, two older women. And they're like, did you hear about blah, blah, blah's mom? She got eaten by rats. I was like... Who's just saying that out loud on the streets? That's so bizarre. Um, (laughs) And I'm like, that's weird gossip, but okay. (laughs) I think it's just to point out how fucked up it is. Yeah. But, um, so that was weird. And then she like, trusts random man with hat. Like that's her whole thing. She's like, oh, I saw a guy with a hat. Yep. He told me to come here. That's descriptive. Yep. But, um, yeah, so that, like, it's just really weird. And then, like, bad stuff happens. Guy. But she never changes. She starts off, like, beat up in this world and ends up beat up in this world. She doesn't, like, grow or, like, you know, become assertive or anything. Nope. Just It's, it's, it's just, just following a 12-year-old girl who consistently is getting her shit kicked in. Yeah, like, it's just really weird. Like, I'm not sure who this movie is for people that like torture porn i get it it has that kind of vibe because like nothing good happens no and it's like 
I wouldn't say it's disturbing, but it's certainly unpleasant. She, like, throws up, and then she's, like, forced to eat it at one point, right? I don't remember them forcing her to eat it. Because she didn't have any food? I thought they. I thought she threw up, and they were like... But why did she throw up? I can't remember. But she does throw up, but I don't remember them forcing her to eat it. Mm. I, I could be wrong. Um, and it's also strange because the beginning has this, like, weird slam poetry style narration with, like, flashing images of, like, different things. Right. And I was like, okay, like, a little different, a little quirky. I can get into that, you know? I will say, like, when the animation or just the art in general isn't, like, laughably unfinished, I do think some of it looks really good. I, like... Some like, of it's so bad. Yeah, some of it is obviously really bad, but um, I do like this kind of like high concept kind of thing that they got going on. Um, especially because some of it, like when you just have like panning shots of stills, the stills for the most part look pretty good. Right. Um, it's just when they try to have animation action be a part of it, it is rough because it's like three frames. And that's all you get to, like, convey that something happened. <laughs> it's really weird. And most of the time, they don't even bother to, like, have mouth flaps. No. Um, why, why? Who needs mouth flaps? And I also thought it was weird, the, like, um, the like accountant of the circus. They never gave him pupils. So he just had, like, whites for eyes. Right. Or just the glasses. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Everybody else gets them. <laughs> I think it's just because he's supposed to be fucking weird. I don't know. It was really weird. I think everybody in the in that entire circus is just supposed to be a fucking freak. And then what's weird, though, so she's getting dogged on by everyone in the circus. Right. But then when she's going to, like, run away with the practical magician, and she ends up leaving... And they're, like, waving goodbye. The circus people are like, oh, like, have a safe trip, blah, blah, blah. And then after she's gone, they're talking amongst themselves. And they're like, oh, I can't believe she really left, but she deserves it. I hope she's happy. And I was like, what? You have not had those feelings for this girl even a little bit the whole time. Like, where is this coming from? Right. It was really weird. I Very confusing tonally. Yeah, I... I, I feel like it's like that they they hate her and then they're just they're fake happy. I guess. Is is I kinda but like, how I took it. But but why be fake happy amongst each other? Or She's already know. gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what confused me. Because I could understand being fake happy for her on like her send off. Right. right? But then once she's gone, why are you going to act like, oh, this is so great that she got to get out of this situation? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's like, because there's weird things with the movie too, like where there's those like random like one panel shots of like when, when the like cross-dressing fire breather just like shows um, their dick. Yeah. And then, and then there's just a weird one panel where it's like they all have weird snake arms and yeah and like, like very dick. noodly limbs yeah and there's just like a giant snake dick yeah in it. And, then, and then there's like the random thing where she wakes up and and they're just eating out this girl 
Yeah, and it's and and the thing is like those those one panel shots that you were talking about, like it's not just like a flash and it's gone. It's like we're gonna linger on this for a while. Yeah, they're like really graphic and kind of gross. Yeah, it's really weird. And like um when the practical magician turns out to be a real magician and he's like affecting the crowd and they're all like getting warped and deformed and stuff. Yeah. Okay, here's my confusion. They all get warped and deformed, but then he puts them back to normal. Yeah. And then they're like, and they're saying like, oh, it's, I hope we don't get sued. And he's like, well, I put them back. But then I was like, wait, I thought it was all an illusion. Like it wasn't real. I'm confused. I think it's like, it's all kind of. Yeah, it was was very bizarre. Yeah, because Um, like they're all like, it's all just supposed to be kind of fucking weird and messed up yeah. and, and bizarre. And then, like, there's just where all of them are fucking having orgies together and, mm-hmm. and banging each other in really gross fucking ways. And then, uh, because it's... And then that's, like... Because the guy with the, the hat that she leaves with is, like, the one person who, like, kind of is somewhat normal, right? The magician. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially after the fucking, like, the, the short magician like tries to be a fucking creep right no, the short magician is who she's like escaping with i thought they were different people no no no, they're the same guy the short person the short guy going into the bottle yeah and the guy she leaves with is the same guy he just puts on a hat oh yeah she does like fall for him yeah but he's a fucking weirdo creep it's like literally in the blink of an eye she's like oh let's be together yeah, they like make out, and then she—I guess—they have sex, and the V of them showing like a flower field, and yeah. being happy. Yeah, you're right. That does happen because like that's in part two. <laughs> yeah, it's like because he's fucking weird and gross, but then also is kind of nice to her. Yeah, it's very weird. It's weird because like I think the movie the whole time it doesn't know how it wants you to feel about them together. Yeah, because especially because like, there's definitely like a major age difference. Yeah, because she is twelve. Yeah, and I think that guy is like at least forty. I don't Probably. know that they ever say his age. Right. But he's definitely like significantly older than she is. Yeah. It's very weird. Like if it was this nice like mentor mentee kind of thing, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But like husband and wife, not so great. Yeah. It's like because. She sees him murder the no arms guy, right? Yeah, and, and she gets, like, like really upset about it. Yeah. And he's like, I did everything for you. And she's, like, okay with it. Yeah, and then she tries to, like, fight back, and then he, like, is shitty to her and puts her in a bottle, right? Yeah, he puts her in the bottle. Which then, then and that's when, after he puts her in the bottle, he, like, fucks up the audience. Right. But then at the end of all of that, she's out of the bottle. But they don't say how she got out. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Like, they, they like, they, they do that whole thing. And then I think it's, it's. I'm trying to, like, remember. I don't think. Uh... Yeah, because, like, the police show up for that, that show 
and right and when he's like fucking all of them up yeah and i don't know if it's like the police police but maybe it's like patrol or something like something yeah. less than the police if that makes sense but like still a, like authority figure yeah and like but then they don't say that anything came of that yeah because that's the whole thing where like he's saying like oh but i put them back right um so like i guess it works out um oh yeah because the 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 dude's like they'll press charges or whatever and yeah why they're fine now yeah they're like we gotta leave yeah we gotta bounce so it's like i don't know yeah it's weird but yeah nobody needs to particularly watch this movie i think if you have like an uneasy stomach don't watch it you know what I like if that makes sense yeah if you feel like you're like pretty desensitized to go for it it's it's fine um yeah because then they they the two of them fucking like run away yeah and the cross-dresser then like cuts cuts the hair yeah and he leaves to go get some fucking apples and gets stabbed or whatever right the uh magician magician guy guy. yeah he goes to like get them some like lunch or whatever and he gets jumped yeah and then uh and then she just starts freaking out yeah she starts panicking and she's like looking for him but then they're all there like the circus people and the magician and they're laughing and she has like a mental breakdown and that's how the movie ends yeah and it, I don't know what's going on. And then it, it moves on to end credits. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's all just fucking weird. Yeah, I did. I did think I don't know if this is factual, but I don't remember hearing a single piece of music throughout that whole movie. Like, I could be wrong, but I don't remember there being any music. I don't remember either. Uh which was weird and so i was trying at first i was trying to watch it like one and a half speed because i was like and this is fine but i really can't sit through this but because it was one and a half speed they're talking so fast right and the like the japanese was so fast <laughs> that it was like throwing me off and like something about like the really really fast speech and like trying to read the subtitles at the same time it just like wasn't driving i was like i have to watch this at normal speed (laughs) it's messing me up otherwise yeah i it makes the animation look better that's for sure yeah yeah (laughs) the walk cycles in the movie yeah incredible just Uh, like i said you get three frames to show something is happening uh it's funny because that also reminded me of somebody was like madhouse will never be better than the walk cycle they had for uh in trigun do you remember when he wants to get his hair cut uh-huh and the girl that's walking up to him when he's already in the like the the chair and her walk is like just kind of moonwalk <laughs> into the yeah. thing it's like their peak walk <laughs> walk cycle <laughs> um but yeah like I, I just there's no reason for anyone to watch it at all no there's nothing to it that like because it's not even a thing of like this is culturally significant because of X, Y, and Z, or this inspired this artist to make something it's, really it's great. It's not even worth it in the terms of like I've seen it, right? Like it's it's there's not, no like accolade of being like you know I watched that movie. Yeah, there's really nothing to like. Again, the only reason 
I watched it was because people were like, oh, I was throwing up. And I'm like, it can't be that bad. Yeah. And it, it wasn't. Like, it's still kind of fucked up. But, like, it's not it's not that bad. I feel like it's more sad than disturbing. Yeah. I mean, there, there are scenes of absurd disturbation. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then there's just the other times where it's just, like, people the, being weird. And there's being things sad. that are contextually disturbing because of what's going on. But then there's also just, like, kind of disturbing, grotesque imagery yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Which, like, in that those cases where it's, like, for the no reason or if it's, like, the shock value or whatever, I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah. It's just kind of there. I would agree. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at my original rating. I gave this thing a fucking four, so. I will give it a two. I feel like yeah, I feel like a four is probably pretty high. For I was it. gonna say four feels kind of generous. Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, I I will it. say a two, and no, you don't need to watch it. And that's my review of Midori. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's talk it's, about a better movie. I was gonna say let's talk about a way better movie, uh, The Menu. A infinitely better movie. I watched it the other day. Actually, I watched. It was a double feature. It was a very interesting double feature. She told me she was like, "I'm double featuring this." I was like, "What an interesting choice." Yeah. Um. So I watched Midori first because I was like, "It's probably garbage." Let me end myself with something that I assume will be better, right? Right. So then after Midori, I watched the menu. That shit slapped. What is it? I'm just. I, I wanted to look at my ratings. Oh yeah. Um. And because it's at a four at the moment. It's at the same level as the quintuplets movie. That's so funny. It's two above Handshakers, and it's one above Elfin Lead. LOL. But um, I feel like, yeah, I should lower it. But yeah, so the menu was infinitely better uh, every way. I, I really liked it. Like, it really... Movie is incredible on I every think level. Hey, we're just going to go with the spoilers for the, uh, the for menu. The, yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, please do and then come back because it's really good. Um, What was the like main guy's name? Like the boyfriend or the fake boyfriend? Oh, not Ralph Fiennes. Um, like the nerdy guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's really here, into let food? Me pull up, uh, let me, Nick? I think. I'm going to pull up the movies. So. I think the actor is Nicholas, so maybe it's not Nick. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't it Nicholas Holt or something? Yes. Nicholas Holt yeah. is the actor. I thought he did a fabulous job. I thought everybody, all I, the I actors I really were, like Nicholas Holt. I, I like him too. I think he's very good. I think, I don't know if this is like an accurate opinion, but I feel like he's kind of underrated in terms of like the acting game. Like, I feel like he does not get the accolades he deserves. Hmm. I think he's a good actor. I agree. When the fuck did this movie come out? Didn't it come out this year? Or maybe, so. like, late 2022 it came out. But it was relatively recently. It can't be... Because it just hit HBO Max. Yeah. Um. No, no. It was November. Of 2022. Yeah. That's what... Okay. Okay. That was, I just needed to find what I was looking for. Okay. Right. So what's the, the guy's name? Nicholas um, Holt's name? So, Nicholas Holt. I can just refer to him as Nicholas Holt if that makes it easier. I mean, yeah, that's that's true. Um... <laughs> Let's see here. Cast. Cast and crew, but just the cast. I'm looking it up on the one thing. I believe in you to find the cast and crew. Well, I found the cast, but, but it, just it, it, the didn't, cast. Yeah, it didn't give me the fucking names now. Oh, like the IMDb. character names? Yeah, now, it's on, now I'm on IMDb. Um, Nicholas Holt. Tyler. 
Tyler. Okay. So I thought... Undertale Joy was Margot. Yes, Margot. But what was her real name? Because she said Margot wasn't her real name. I don't remember. I think it was something like Barbara, but I could be wrong. <laughs> it's not Barbara. It feels like it was Barbara. It was not. It um, was not Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Barbara. Definitely not Barbara. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just... It's such a random name to pull out of nowhere. <laughs> Look it up, because I really felt like it was Barbara. Okay, so when they open up the, the movie and it's like them waiting for the little boat to transport them, right? And he's like, gosh, babe, you're going to smoke a cigarette before we like eat this fancy pants, highfalutin food. And she's like, it literally doesn't make a difference. He's like, no, 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 it does, right? I just think they do such a good job setting up like how obsessive and like enamored he, he is with like fine dining and like food and like the whole like prestige of it if that makes sense right it's like his brain is spongebob when he learns fine dining and breathing yeah you know what i mean um so i think they do that really good i love that margo or barbara just doesn't care. She's no. like, it's fine. Like, I don't think she ever says her other name. She does. When after, um, when the like when he's like, all the guys, you gotta go. You get thirty seconds head start. And then the girls are just like in the room drinking together and smoking. She's like, my name isn't actually Margot. It's Barbara, and I'm from it's Seattle. Not fucking Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying it. She... It was Aaron. Sure, Aaron. Okay, I was kind of close. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. But yeah. So, and I like that she's like kind of. Margo's a better name. Really? I like Erin. Her character looks like an Erin with like the red no, hair I and the just, bangs. I, I, think, I think she looks more like a Margo. Really? I feel like she looks more like a Margo blonde. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I think they do such a good job like establishing her just being like, I'm sure here on this date, like whatever. Right, and then they get like, what was it? Uh, the first course on the boat, scallops. I don't remember. I don't remember what all the courses were. Uh, it's fine. So they have scallops. It on was the, some fish dish, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was scallop. So they have scallop. I also loved that he kept eating her food because she just was like, yeah, whatever. Why am I gonna eat this teeny tiny fucking thing? Yeah. Like I want an actual meal. We spent how much money to get here, and we're not even gonna get to eat a real meal. Yeah. So I like that. I thought that was funny. I liked him taking pictures of all the food when he wasn't supposed to. Like, great. And then when um, the chef is like, all right, you guys get a 30-second head start. He's just standing there with the girls like. Because he wanted to see what they were yeah, getting. Yeah, he was like, let's see what's coming next. And they're like, uh, sir, you got to go run. And he's <laughs> like, all right. That moment uh, when he's like, what happened to your original plus two? And they're like, oh, we broke up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so you knew that this was going to happen. And you asked her to come in. And he was like, well, I know you needed to hit the limit. You right. Know, you needed the certain number of guests. And she fucking flips on him. She go jumps across the table and starts, like, beating the shit out of him. I wanted so badly for them to just sit there and watch her kick his fucking ass. I was like, yeah, you fucking get him, Barbara. Let's I go. It's not... Barbara. Also, I uh, I think this... So this movie has a very good um, combo of comedy and, and like... Seriousness. Yeah, seriousness. Suspense. I think 
one of the funniest jokes I have heard in a long time. Yeah. Is at the end of the movie when she gets her excuse to leave. Yeah. She she's like, can I get it to go back? Yeah. I want a burger. Like not a fucking deconstructed bullshit. I want a goddamn burger. Um, and, and the assistant is like, can I go? Like, I didn't have anything to do with any of this. And he's like, uh, he's like, what college did you go to? And she's like, Brown student loans. No, you're dying tonight. (laughs) Yeah. That was really funny. Like legitimately hilarious. Now you want to deconstruct it. You could be like, well, what if her, what if her parents worked at Brown or something? She got a free tuition or maybe she's really smart and got a free ride. You know, she went, she was poor, but got the ride. Right. Like she got screwed. But now but you're it, dying tonight. Whatever. That's the throwawayness of, yeah. of the delivery. I also Brown, thought. Brown, do you have student loans? No. You're dying tonight. I also thought. And she just goes. When, when they were chasing down like the men of the party and the guy is like in the chicken coop and they just open that little window. He's like, you get the congratulatory egg because you were the last one found. And he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. It, uh, and like. When when uh, Nicholas Holt just fucking like hangs himself and he's like oh, oh just to... send yeah it. when he's like cook something yeah make something that okay so when he's like cooking right uh, he literally put those lamb chops in there for three seconds I'm like that is not yep. cooked at all and then I loved all the title cards they had like so you had like course one right and it was like here's this fancy pants blah 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 with x y and z and then like as it goes on right and like the title cards of what it is i I love that i thought that was such a nice touch and like how they would have like the um scenery shot and it would be like course three yeah course five you know whatever it was like i really like those i thought that was really clever there was there was also like the same moment during that time when he was telling people why he was killing them and the actor, um, Ray Fiennes. No, no, no. Like the, the the guy who was playing John Leguizamo, the one that was playing an actor. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's like, why, why me? And he's like, the one day off I had. I watched. I watched your shitty movie. And he's like, it's not my fault. He's like, I'm just in the movie. I didn't write it. He's like, yeah, but who thinks about them? Yeah. And and somebody in the background was like, hey, I loved that movie. And he was like, see, come on now. Yeah, and he was like, you're dying. It was the one day off I had. I wanted to go see a movie, and I was like, you're in it. Also, the pancakes with the, like, uh, incriminating information, like, printed onto them. Huh? They were tortillas. Oh, sorry. Why did I think they were pancakes? I I don't know. I'm sorry. I thought they were pancakes. Um, In my brain, I remembered them as pancakes. But, yes, you were right. They are tortillas. God, you're white. I'm sorry. I just remembered them as pancakes. But you know what's funny is as I was saying, I thought to myself, why would they serve pancakes at this fancy-ass dinner? That seems kind of weird. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and you would have sat there and been like, uh, excuse me, I don't I don't like pancakes. They're too much bread. I probably would have. Hey, but then maybe I would have gotten to GTFO, so. No, he probably would have just killed you then for being pretentious about bread. Well, he didn't even serve them bread, so maybe he wouldn't have. Yeah, what didn't she say that too? She was like, she was like, can I get some bread or something? And they're like, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just that whole like, and I love how she she wins. Yeah. Like that she figures out the little pieces, and then she gets up and claps, and she's like, I am hungry. That clap had me shook. Yeah. 
because because the clap every time they do it so they do it so well because there's always like before the clap it's just it's not like this boisterous scene going on but there's just this little background noise chitter chatter you know you hear like the clanking of the pots or whatever right and then it's the clap and it's just stunned silence and just that like is so good yeah and then when she does it because she doesn't just do like a you know what i mean she does it with like fucking authority yeah i'm like damn me too yeah and, and she's like i'm still fucking hungry yeah and and there's no joy there's no love and he's like we put love in every day he's like, no 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 obsession sir yeah and and she's like i want a goddamn burger i want fucking fries what kind of cheese? American. Well, of course. It's the only one that... that right. Like, and she's just like... and she. I love that she takes literally one bite and she's like, well, my eyes were too big for my stomach, so I'd like a to-go bag, please. I mean, that. yeah, but I think that... like that. No, like, that was she already, I think she already earned oh, the, yeah. the get out, but that was her testing it, being like, I would like did a to-go she, bag. Did she kill the assistant or no? They had the fight in his like cottage, but does she end up killing her? I don't think so. Uh, I think she... She's like incapacitated? Yeah, or she kills herself. Does she kill herself? I don't think she kills anybody. No, she might. Or like something happens that leads to her death, but it's not like her actively stabbing It's not stabbing Barbara's her. fault. Look, I'm sticking on the Barbara train, all right? God. Her dress was really, really good. Oh, speaking of which, I meant to make a comment. But I also just think Margo, uh, Margo, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is very hot. <laughs> oh, so. she is literally so gorgeous. It's ridiculous. But um, I actually think the costume design was really smart because you can tell right away. Like, so the first scene is them waiting for the boat. Um, Tyler and Margo. Yeah. And he's like wearing a suit, but it looks kind of cheap, but it also is like, this is the best I can do, but I want to like be presentable for this fancy pants dinner we're yeah. about to go on. And she's like wearing a dress, yeah, but it's loose. It's kind of casual. She's got the leather jacket on. You know, she's got like the very delicate little jewelry, hairs in the bun, just, you know, right. very not like super done up, but not sloppy either if that makes sense so for her you can immediately tell like yeah we're just going on a date kind of a thing yeah like it's fine and he's like trying to be like very prim and proper like press nicely kind of a thing um and i think that's i think the costuming is really smart and then i like when she doesn't have the jacket on it's just like the little purple slip yeah slip dress really um and then once she's off the island, she gets the coat back. Yeah. Like, it's this nice little, like, full circle thing with the costuming that I like a lot. Um, and then all the other guests, the way they're dressed as well. Like, I really like the food critic. She's, like, obviously very put together, but kind of high strung. Yeah. And she's got, like, the sculpted hair. She dies because she ended up with ruining people's careers, right? She was ruining people's careers, and she was getting, like, too highfalutin, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then you have, like, the investor bros table where, like, they're wearing business casual. But it's not, like, you know, to the T and highly, like, high button collared kind of thing, if that makes sense. That's, like, more casual for them. Yeah. And then um, the older couple is dressed up, but they're, like probably insanely wealthy because what was it they they said they came there 13 times 
Yeah, I think something like and that. And the ticket is like, what, $1,000 a person? Yeah. Which is absurd. Um, so I like that for them, it's like, oh, this is our date night. He cheated on his wife with Margot, right? I think he, like, was paying Margot. He- to pretend to be the their daughter. No, that's what it was. He wanted her to be their daughter, but he would just cry to her or something. Oh, right? he so was paying her because she's a sex worker, but he wanted um, her to pretend to be his daughter. His daughter. And just like talk to him, right? No, I thought he would like cry and jerk off. No, I don't think he got off to their daughter. No, no, no. Not that she... Not their actual No, daughter. no, I know, but I don't think... I don't know. Was it implied that they had a daughter, like a real daughter? Yeah, yeah. No, they had a daughter that died. Oh, okay. I so maybe I, so maybe you're right. I can't remember exactly. I don't think now. it was anything ever sexual. So just like be my daughter and I'll cry. I think, I think so. Ma- sure, maybe. I don't remember that well. I don't think it was sexual, I, but I also don't when remember. they cut that guy's finger off, damn. Yeah. And then when she's like, "Ooh, I got the leg up," I called like the, um. What do you call it? Like boat police? Yeah, uh, the Coast Guard. Was it the Coast Guard though? Because it's one person. Oh, oh no, that was like, yeah, that was like an actual like cop. like boat police. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you actually call them. Marine but, cops. But you understand. Yeah. Right. And he's like coming. He's like, oh, I love that movie you were in. Can I just get your autograph? And she's like looking, and and uh, Barbara's looking at the chef, and she's like, ha, I called the boat police with your secret hidden radio in your cabin. And then it's like this whole fake out thing. I was like, oof, ouch. What he reads the thing and then he like turns and you're like, oh, well, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, no, he was in on it. And you're like, oh. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, okay. Well, damn. Like, I would have fucking hated going to that restaurant. Yeah, realistically. Realistically, this sounds like a fucking nightmare to get to. First no, of well, all. yeah, but like all the food and everything, like it's the same reason. And yet maybe it's in a, because American portions, but like I would absolutely still been hungry after all that. But also, it just it's just so like fancy food to that level is just so fucking stupid. I also like I'll take a like a fucking wagyu steak, you know, like yeah, it's over, yeah. It, 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 not overpriced, I guess technically it is priced to what it should be, but like. It's still a fucking big ass steak or something, you know? Like I I think um I I personally also agree with that and I think like things that are Michelin star, right? Um or just very much this this idea of fine dining and sure you're having an 11 course meal right. but each course is literally one bite of food. Yeah. And for me, my main problem with like that kind of dining is you're putting so like I understand it. You're putting so much time and applying all these techniques and it's the most exquisite flavors that you can get out of the food that you're creating, right? Yeah. And and it's very highfalutin and fancy and blah blah blah. But there's also other things that are attached to it that make it stupid like using you know, gold flake in in this kind of food where it's just driving up the price for aesthetic purposes. Yeah. It doesn't even taste like anything. It's like the, 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 the people that, like, prepare a steak with, like, gold foil completely wrapped around it, and you're like... Oh, like Salt Bay. 
And you're just like, it's, it's, it's completely ridiculous and unnecessary because not only does the gold flake not taste like anything, but you're spending, do you know how expensive gold is? Yeah. You're spending like a fucking 200 extra dollars just for the flakes. Yeah. It's it for me. I think that kind of consumption of like gold flake, I think, is always stupid. Yeah, that that is an unnecessary ne- sense of flair. But then, so like in the menu where they had the plating, right? So you, they have like a whole ass fucking rock with flowers, but the food is this big. Yeah, is one scallop on a plate that's you know a regular plate size, but it's all filled up with things you can't even eat. Yeah. And then you're gonna eat one scallop. Like I think that's stupid. Yep. I like high highbrow food is stupid to me. I I agree. Like, do I? I also think it's funny because a lot of highbrow food, like caviar and stuff, and is is always food that is supposed to be like that used to be quote unquote poor people food because it's the shit people don't want to eat. Oh, I mean that's always like. Uh, that, but though. but then they just take it as their own to be super fancy. And you're Although like, caviar is pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. Never had it. Oh, it's pretty good. You can get it at the grocery store, but it's like twelve dollars for like a one ounce jar. It could be. I don't. I don't think I. Ever, if if I were to ever get it, I'd probably do it. You get some Melba toast and but. some butter. Put some caviar. It's pretty good. But I think. I think highbrow food. My problem with highbrow food is that, it's just um, it's been put far too much on this pedestal. I mean, the movie makes the same point, yeah, right? It's, it's the whole point of the movie. It's, it's the whole concept. The burger is the most satisfying it, thing. It's the concept of his menu of that night, right? And he's like, if you figure out my concept, I'll let you all go. And she's the only one who figured out the concept, so that's why she got to go. Um, but I think the problem is it's just been put on such a ridiculous pedestal that... There's, in my opinion, there's no reason to spend a thousand dollars on dinner. Right. That's Unless just, you're like with a bunch of people and you're drinking a lot and stuff. If I'm feeding thirty people, I will happily pay a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? But if it's like, let's say, just me and and Mark going out to dinner, if I am paying a thousand dollars for a two person meal, right? I have done something wrong. Yeah. Like that's absurd. Yeah. It's like that, or like you know. Your job is to take clients places. Then you know your job is also to take them to stupid, expensive places. It, it depends on how like highbrow your job is as well, well yeah. though. True, but I feel like when you have but clients, you're usually at a higher. I, I, level. I understand what you mean though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I thought the menu was really enjoyable. My, my dad has I, this funny story once. Oh, sorry. About clients that I think is kind of funny and, and in a way relates to the menu, which is when he was first. Um, well, not first. He was doing it for a while, but like a new company kind of thing, and he was younger. Um, they were at a restaurant in the in New York City, I believe, and supposed to take clients out. And they were there, and uh, Alex Rodriguez had happened to be there. Like he was still liked and on the Yankees and stuff. And that's a Rod. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't mean to sound stupid. Just want to make sure. Alex Rodriguez, a Rod. Is that who that is? I, I, ju- I just want to make sure. Um, apparently was there and they were like, he was in the, the, the booth next to them and he ordered the steak and one of the clients was like, because that like super fancy restaurants, especially when you're taking clients, you can ask for menus without a price except for you. Um, so she was like, that sounds really good. I want to get that. And it was like a, uh, like a high grade a five Wagyu steak. That was like, mm, big. that sounds so good though. And it was like, 
200 plus dollars alone. For a steak. And my dad, he was like, I had to be like, oh, all right, you know, like, cool, hold on one sec, walk away and be like, you call up his boss and be like, is this? trying to order a $300 steak, what do I do? Is this okay? And he was like, as long as you make the deal. Ah, my dad was like, all right. It's so stressful. <laughs> uh, luckily, I think my dad has never not made a deal. Like, that was like, that got that far. No, I understand what you mean. Um, obviously, you go into pitch rooms and stuff, and sometimes people just have, mm-hmm. you know, a different pitch or whatever. But or they just I, walk yeah. or whatever. Um, but I think when it gets to that point, I don't think my dad has ever missed one, at least to, that he's told me. Um, but he was like, all right, sure, got it. Uh, he was like, I think that was the most money I ever dropped on on a, a, a on client a thing. And he was like, and that includes like thirty plus clients somewhere. Oh my god! They were like, he was like, they were big drinkers too, and all of them then got steak. So, so when I used to work in the city, we would um, occasionally do client lunches, whatever. And one time, we had a client lunch actually at a venue that we were having an event. And this place is known for seafood, super fresh, high quality, blah, 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 blah. And we were having an event there for a cocktail party, right? cocktail hour type thing. So none of the food was going to be like, you know, finished plates or courses. It was all going to be like finger foods, things like that. We got to that lunch and the woman who was like representing the restaurant or whatever was like, oh, let's sit down. Let's eat some lunch, blah, blah, blah. She hands us menus. The cheapest thing on that menu was like $35. Okay. And I was so flabbergasted because at the time, I think I was like 21 years old, right? Yeah. So at the time, I'm like 21 years old. <laughs> I've barely had a real job. And I'm just sitting in this like extremely expensive like New York City restaurant with all these people who are like making million dollar deals out here. Right. And I'm just like I'm like, where's like the, the nine dollar like, you know, kids meal or whatever? Right. And then my like bosses that were also there were like cause I was literally only there to take notes. But they were like, we'll pay for your lunch. And I was like, that sounds good. Right. Because I'm expecting, you know, like a salad or something simple. My bosses, they all start ordering their lunch. And they're like, I would like this appetizer. And this is my main. And I'd like this wine and blah, blah, blah. I think we left that lunch and it was like $500 for three people. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. That's that's rough. I was, I literally left that lunch being like, what the? did i just experience right i was so shook uh, yeah. i mean the food was incredible right. i'm not gonna lie but damn yeah you, like it also it sucks when you pay that money and you're like it almost feels worth it i know yeah like when you're like oh it's so much money but it almost feels like it was kind of worth it i think the only times i've had that experience with food where i've paid like probably too much for food um is when I get like really, really good seafood. Hmm. Um, or when I go to like birthday place dinners. That yeah. It's always like where you're like, Ooh. but like, it's, or like, like if you go to like Mount Fuji. Yeah. Which, you know, like, yeah, because it's, like, it, it's like a bit of a drive from us. Yeah. So, A, you already got to go out of your way a bit. 
Yeah, yeah, you have to make it a plan to go there. Yeah, yeah, because like you gotta you gotta go out of your way to go to this fancy ass restaurant. Yeah. Um, and then like it's good, but, but I it's don't... definitely like you're paying for the experience I more than you are the say, food. Because I think we had my grandma's 80th birthday party there, and like it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't like knock my socks off good, and I was like, I don't even want to think about how much money we're spending. For it's this so damn birthday money. party, been there, been there. A but few then times again, like it's my grandma; she's yeah. turning eighty. Like that's a huge milestone. We're not going to complain about the price, but I right. was like, "Grandma, I know you got better taste than this." Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like going to the city sometimes, where it's like out of your way to go. But oh you're like, yeah, you're for going sure. Because um, we went we went to the city for Kieran's birthday, and we went to a smokehouse. Mm. So fucking good, dude. Sounds good. So good. But um. Yeah, I feel like we can wrap this up episode up a little early just because I have to be somewhere. Yeah, you have a time um, constraint. That's but fine. But I think the menu is incredible. Me too. Everybody um, go watch the menu. Nobody watch Midori. Everyone should go watch the menu. Uh, everyone should also just watch anything to Anya Taylor-Joy's in. Honestly, yeah. Except for New Amsterdam. Mutants. Oh. I've never seen New Mutants. So. Don't. You but don't it, need I think to. it's also bad. So. It's bad overall. I probably will see it. Yeah, it's I've not seen g- all the others, so. It's not great. But She's had very few misses in her career, and I feel like the majority of the time they're not her fault. Yeah, Amsterdam definitely not her fault because everyone else in that movie also sucked. Ooh, rough! Literally, all of the A-list actors felt like they couldn't act. Ooh, so not her fault. I mean, were they like meaning to ham it up? If that makes sense, no, it was just bad. Like Ooh. it was like none of them could act. Unlucky. Um, except somehow, <laughs> somehow uh, Taylor Swift makes them seem like they can almost <laughs> for some reason she decided that acting is is like her side hustle now is no no no. i was gonna say it, at what how you act is when you have to say a line you lean forward into the fucking camera real quick <laughs> she like she's like okay uh you know so someone's like oh taylor swift obviously not her character's name I understand. what do you think and she's like this only works for people in, in, uh, that are watching this but she's like Yes, I think this. <laughs> wow, that's really a shame. You're like, why are you doing why that? Why do you keep leaning forward, lady? <laughs> she couldn't just, like deliver a line without leaning forward for maybe some reason. Maybe it's like a crush for her. Uh, maybe. Who fucking knows? That's uh, really funny. But yeah, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, great, uh, great. I think she's basically good in everything. I think Last Night in Soho, not fantastic of a movie. I haven't but I, watched that yet. I think it's Edgar Wright's weakest movie. Mm. Um, but she sings. But she can sing. But also, I feel like so. Edgar Wright's weakest movie compared to others. You understand? True. She was in Thoroughbreds. I didn't know that. Uh, she, is she you, one of the main girls of Thoroughbreds? Also, you were trying to wrap this up, just so you know. She is one of the main girls of Thoroughbreds. Michael. Why? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even like that movie. I didn't realize she was in it. <laughs> um. Anyway. Hey, thanks for thanks for watching this week's episode of the Vaguely Ended Podcast. Uh, sorry it's a bit short, but I have somewhere to go. Um, uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, like, follow. Um, don't forget to check out Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. You have one week to watch uh, A Certain Scientific Railgun Season 1. Um, I love it. I don't care if it's out of order for the fucking order of how the shows work. It's good. It's, it's good. Second season's better. But you can't watch the second season without the first season. So maybe I'll recommend the second season when it gets back to me. Um, Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.